All right, guys. Welcome to Brolosophy. Today, we are sponsored proudly by True Protein. True Protein are simply the best supplement company in the business. They support us. We support them. They're bloody unreal. They support some of the... Um, some of the most successful professional sporting clubs in Australia. If you go on their um, social media handles, you'll see that they've got many different fitness um, fitness industry professionals and and um, athletes that that are true protein athletes. They're just bloody great. They're they're a great company, great crew. We support them. We love them, um, and you should love them too. So you can. Get 10% off at True Protein if you go to trueprotein.com.au and use the code BRO. That's trueprotein.com.au. Use the code BRO and you will get uh, 10% off. Also, guys, we are brought to you by Yeti. So what is a Yeti? Yeti's a premium outdoor cooler brand that started making some serious noise in the Australian marketplace. So basically, guys, Yeti have been around for a long time and they dominate the United States um, cooler market and they've just landed in Australia and NZ. Yeti have created a new standard for coolers and their two hard cooler models, the Tundra and the Rhodey, were at the forefront of this mission. Um, we've used a Tundra at my co-working space for a very long time now. Anytime we have parties, all the beers and all the drinks go in the tundra and it's bloody unreal. They stay cold for longer and um, yeah, they're just the best. Born out of frustration with coolers that cracked, caved and gave up, Yeti set out to improve three main elements, durability, extended ice retention and weather resistance. So what's a Yeti worth? You basically get what you pay for, guys. A high quality cooler you'll never have to replace, superior insulation, a freezer quality gasket and supreme insulation power to join forces to deliver unmatched heat and ice retention. They're indestructible virtually. These coolers have been attacked by bears, chucked out of moving trucks, hit by semis, dropped out of planes, and they still and they're still game for more. Five year warranty on all coolers, proof that our products proof that their products live up to their customers' expectations. To learn more, jump on Yeti, jump online at Yeti. And go to yeti.com.au forward slash Athena and you'll never look back. I would love to see these coolers attacked by bears. That would be bloody hilarious. Um, you know, cooler one, bear zero. That would be sick. So um, anyway, I don't have any proof of the, uh, of the bear versus uh, Yeti cooler fight. But if I can find some, we'll, um, we'll throw it on our socials so you guys can check it out. Check out yeti.com.au forward slash bro. And you will not look back. Also, guys, we're brought to you by Athena today. So Athena is a company that I founded with uh, my friend Drew Slater and his lovely wife Madeline Slater. And we're an excellent company. Uh, <laughs> sounds a bit uh, sounds a bit biased, but I don't really care. So basically, what we do at Athena is we take really talented freelancers from all over the world. And we help align them with our clients to fit the needs of their business. So every business that, uh, that we partner with, they have a number of things that they want to get off their plate. So for example, if you are a small business and you're you know, chasing failed payments and, and, and doing all your account management, plugging in your low-grade social media stuff, doing all your own research, uh, data entry, blah, 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 blah. Not all tasks are equal inside of a business, guys. So in the example that I just used, there's all those tasks inside of that one particular business. 
there's also going to be a lot of high value tasks inside of that one business. And what we try and do is we try and make sure that we free the entrepreneur up the business owner to focus on the high value tasks, sales, marketing, retention based, you know, protocols, rather than focusing on data entry, account management, so on and so forth. We take extremely over talented, um, over uh, sorry, talented, overqualified people, and we plug them into our clients' businesses for a quarter of the price of what they would pay locally. So, supporting small business, helping people get more time back in their life, scale their business, and help more people. In their, uh, in their market. So if you want 20 hours free of our virtual assistant services, then you can get that at athena.co. So that's Athena with a Y. In the inquiry box, use the code BRO when you set up your demo and then you'll get 20 hours free. Anyway, here's the show. Now before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one. Sweet. Well, we're here with uh, Mason Taylor from Superfeast. So Mason's down from Byron Bay. Yeah, got down. This, oh, got down like about an hour ago. It was a yeah, hectic cool. morning. I've missed oh, yeah. my first flight in like thirteen <laughs> years, and so I did the hustle. And yeah, here we are. You know, I um, I actually once once said to my buddies when we were um, traveling through Europe, we were late for a plane, and I was like, lads, don't worry, just relax. I've never missed a flight in my life. Yeah, we made that one. And then now every second flight I miss ever since. Really? <laughs> well, I'm shocking. Man, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to be vigilant now. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. on to it. I had this like, this little bit of advice that my mate gave me years ago and I don't know why I like really took it on. So I'm not like a hustly kind of entrepreneurial kind of guy and he was, he was a CEO of a pretty big company and he was kind of like maybe half in jest now that I think about it. He was just like, you know what, if you're not like just walking up and they're calling your name at the, you know, at the, at the, <laughs> when, when they're all boarding, then you're too early, mate. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You just sat with me and, and now. <laughs> Oh, that's gone. <laughs> yeah, now you miss your first flight. You're like, fuck that. Yeah, guy. yeah. Um, yeah, sweet. So, um, so you're are you Byron, born know, right? Sydney. Um, oh, Sydney. But I'm now like, and now like five years ago, I got up there, gotcha. moved the business up there. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, that was such a good move to move mm-hmm. up. You move your business up to Byron Bay and get that Byron Bay branding. I'm like, yes. Strategic for business. I just wanted to live there, yeah. and Superfeast was at a point where it was kind of like a little bit small and malleable at that point. So I yeah. just trucked it up in my, you know, did two loads in my Subi, cool. and got up there, and now I got a little family up there. Yeah, sweet man. I am uh, my business partner and his wife. Well, actually, she's a business partner too now. She, we uh, we started uh, me and Drew, and then his wife Mads. She's now a partner. She came on um, six months down the line, and and they did a um, honeymoon up in Byron. Mm-hmm. So they were in, um, but it wasn't a honeymoon. It was like a extended honeymoon so they're from sydney as well yeah and then they did the honeymoon thing but part of their honeymoon was one year in byron just to live because they just loved it up there and they wanted to you know live the byron life and just chill out for a year kind of thing and really enjoy it and they stayed there for about three years they were they were deep in byron lifestyle that's a 
deep honeymoon, man. Like, <laughs> like, I hope they just lived it up every minute of that. Can you just imagine that was normal? I like that. You need that long. If you start like a new, like, especially if you start in a new relationship and just how fast paced it all is these days, it's almost like you need that year to just <laughs> yeah. go and settle and really get to know each other and realize it's like, you know, talking about like, like, we'll talk about tonic herbs and medicinal mushies and all that kind of thing today, but it fits into this huge lifestyle piece of creating your own family culture. I was yeah. just on the radio up in, in Byron the other day talking about it because we were being interviewed about um, pregnancy preparation, actually. <clears throat> mm-hmm. and me, me and my partner have put out a bit of information on that and then just pregnancy health and all that kind of thing. But the biggest thing I was like, kind of like in, in reflection is like, you know, you can't underestimate just how much when you're coming together and you're creating this new family culture, you're not, you don't want to create a, you know, a culture within your family based on, you know, ideological beliefs. We do this, mm. we don't do that. That's external. You've got to like brew up this whole new yeah. culture that's like yeah. based on your own intrinsic values and that gets bypassed yeah. a lot I think and I think that's why you see a lot of people seeking external um, externally for their identities in, in diet and you know yeah. politically and all these kinds of things but I'm in the diet world so I kind of stick there that's why I like talking about that <laughs> yeah yeah well Byron was uh, Byron was great for Drew and Mads because um they got up there and they knew nobody. Mm. And every time I'd go there, I'm like, have you guys got any friends yet? And they're like, nah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that that's stuck. what's awesome about yeah, it. I, that's I, right. I think about that so often. I gotta ref- like, you know, I, I, I love my friends, but you know, that, you know that episode of Seinfeld when the pool boy wants to be mates with him and he's, <laughs> like, and he's like, sorry, look, I've already got three friends. So <laughs> yeah. I really can't handle it anymore. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, yes, Jerry. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cool. So I've spent a bit of time in Byron. I actually... Um, I actually, uh, that was the first time that I'd seen mushroom coffees um, in, in Byron, mm. straight in, and it was in every coffee shop, mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, so tell me about, for you, like, obviously, um, oh, you'll explain what Superfeast is, but like it's medicinal mushrooms and so forth is obviously where the path that you've gone down, but how did mm. this whole, how did this whole thing come about for you? Where did this all come from? Man, um, it just came <clears throat> like about... 10 years ago, just a little bit over 10 years ago, I was just traveling around, um, you know, Europe had been, you know, so mm-hmm. doing ski instructing and um, just a lot of vagabonding and bartending and... All the um, good stuff. All the good stuff. <laughs> I was having a lot of fun, yeah. you know, there's been a scallywag and um, it was on my last little jaunt, long-term jaunt in South America. I just kind of had a little bit of a, um, you know, some things have been accumulating in mm-hmm. me for a long time, just around like just considering my health, but a couple of things just made me kind of like wake up to myself. Mm-hmm. I had like fungal infections and a bit of fatigue setting in. Yeah, I was in sure. my early 20s and I just had, you know, a lot of have that little pop and I just went oh shit you know like that's the traje- you know trajectory that I'm on and I was like maybe I'll alter my trajectory a little mm-hmm. bit and so it was the first time I'd kind of considered the really considered the fact that I had like a bit of ownership and sovereignty over mm-hmm. my life and my mm-hmm. health and so I got back and dove into the deep end and so in my last year of uni I um, just studied longevity practices you know oh. I went in and started like at the time I thought yoga was going to be maybe a path for me so um, became a yoga teacher and was just getting into that practice moving my mm-hmm. body getting back into barefoot movement you know mm-hmm. like barefoot um, barefoot running mm-hmm. going and harvesting my own spring water and studying herbalism but I was got a little bit disillusioned by that um, style of herbalism that was just in you know regards to like you know problem solution problem solution mm-hmm. just reactionary which uh, you know I love and I, and, I, and, I, and I use I was more interested at the point in looking at like decades ahead of time mm-hmm. but more interested the longevity in, stuff like you said yeah and longevity I'm not really you know I, I definitely am interested in longevity being adding life to the years not years to the life and yeah. adding you know extending the yeah. life extending your prime 
Or like sending you happy years well, or prime, not happy years. Prime's full because when you consider the fact of how many people are degenerating in our culture and that's kind of like I went in with excitement but I had a little couple of catalysts when I was really young and how much I was like mm-hmm. it scared the shit out of me looking at the rates of um, disease and degeneration. Yeah. And, just, and then they're just like the general Western quality of life once you get to 80 years old is like these mm. standouts when like, you know, a woman can, you know, like still, you know, she's still there rocking it, you know, and like, you know, yeah. she's still walking up mountains and I'm just like, and part of me was just like, I don't think we should really be, that should be celebrated, but I don't mm. think we should celebrate that as an outlier. We should mm. realize that we should could celebrate it as the norm. It should be, and yeah, yeah, you know, no, to, with you. to an extent. And, and we we love a, we love sensationalism. We love these mm-hmm. heroes, and that's what, you know. And then, but it, really, what what you know, when you when you look at the longevity work, I don't go into the clinical work and longevity so much. Mm-hmm. I just really like that that Taoist approach is what kind of like swept me off my feet. Was mm-hmm. that you know that ancient Chinese health philosophy. And just a general life um, life philosophy, and I liked it because it was non ideological. Yeah, and so that was it was it was basically there's some pretty trippy cosmic shit you can mm-hmm. get it down you can go down the rabbit hole with Taoism yeah. or you could just leave it. Yeah, yeah, and that's it's good. Just like you know, not so like you know, let's you know do everything you want, just not in excess. You know, let's just make sure that your food is you know as close to the, as close to nature as possible, that it's appropriate for your constitution, mm-hmm. that you're taking herbs regularly, that you're super hydrated, you have a meditative practice, you have a bit of a movement practice, you keep mm-hmm. the chi moving in your body. It's not, it's nothing that's when everyone in the health industry isn't doing already. Yeah, it it's was not just, revolutionary. It's not revolutionary, yeah. and think these things absolutely shouldn't be. I, <clears throat> yeah, I really will get go down the route of all these mushrooms and herbs and. You know, I can talk about these things and, you know, I get very excited, but yeah. I, I, you know, at the same time, I like to take them off a pedestal really quick because mm-hmm. none of this should be sensationalized because yeah. what that does is it once again, um, it appeals to the mind, which, if, you know, that's a bit of an, I, I always need to be, you know, my, my logic and my mind to be kind of like scratched a little bit to mm-hmm. know, understand, you know, make an dis- informed decision. If I'm going to introduce this into my life, does it make sense? But at mm-hmm. the same time, how do we do so to introduce it to the culture and really match someone's long-term intention that they have for health? and be mm-hmm. like what we want to actually be looking at is what you're going to be like in 20 years 30 years 40 years yeah. 50 years at least have that in your repertoire to tune yeah, for sure. into that so at uni when i was studying herbalism it kept on coming back to Taoist tonic herbs for me mm-hmm. um a lot of people would have heard adaptogens kind of like yeah. kicking around like i never got the, the tonic herbs that i deal with essentially are all adaptogens and I like the fact, I like what adaptogens are. They kind of like kicked off in the 70s with Russian research. They were researching a lot of these Chinese tonic herbs that had been used for millennia mm-hmm. that had been identified as in the original Materia Medica, so the original text of herbalism over 2,000 years ago. We get our first herbal Materia Medica. Mm-hmm. And in it is a class of herbs because it's classifying different classes because there's people in cities now. We're not all mm-hmm. living off the earth. Mm-hmm that are superior herbs. And so those superior herbs were simply those that you didn't have to use them in clinic all the time or when mm-hmm. there was a problem. You mm-hmm. could, you know, these are the um, astragalases, the ginsengs, the reishi mushrooms, the shaga mushrooms, the lion's mane um, mushrooms, the the porias, white atracolodes, cottonopsis, all, a lot of the, these herbs that I'm working with, um, shizandraberry, these are herbs that can be used in your everyday life for a, a longevity intention or to... Yep. More inten- um, like more specifically, the intentions being we want to um, bring more graceful aging, and mm-hmm. so that can be interpreted as slowing the aging process. Mm-hmm. But it's more about ensuring that we're not um, aging, you know, just aging in a in, you know in a in a, um, in a faster in a, in a faster manner that's, than's necessary. Yeah, we can for get sure. a little bit into that. And yeah. that's, 
Um, and that's a beautiful way to look at it and make sure that we're not, you know, burning the candle at both ends. Mm -hmm. So it's associated with, um, I'll get to the three treasures a little bit later. It might be a bit cool. too much to I'm go into it, it now. Um, <laughs> And, and then, so our, our, our second intention kind of bring to, to bring lightness to the body. So we, mm -hmm. we, you know, long term, we're using these herbs in conjunction with making sure we've got a good breath practice. Mm -hmm. We're staying super hydrated. We're moving. Mm -hmm. We're contributing, um, you know, we're contributing to our community, so on and so forth. It's just all about keeping the chi moving. Mm -hmm. And that's why we don't need, you know, it, we don't need excess. Excess is going to take us into that place where there might be a little bit of a deficiency of chi, which can just associate with a bit of deficiency of one of our organs, you know, maybe our spleen, you know, just like it's a little bit hampered or so, accumulates um, a little bit let me jump in there for a sec mm. explain to us when you say when you talk about chi mm. because a lot of our listeners won't know what you're talking about mm. and i particularly am not super aware of i know the term mm. but in layman's terms like when you talk about chi in relation to your body and like making sure it's in the right you know it's in the right levels and so on and so forth talk to me about that quickly just can you dive into that yeah and i'll also talk about the fact that you know this, I'm not talking about specifically like traditional Chinese medicine that you mm -hmm. see in our everyday life. That's very mm -hmm. clinical and it's also been highly um, westernized yeah. in its approach. Okay. Um, what I'm talking about here in with, you know, it's just that, it's, look, it's an invisible light, um, life force. It's just the spark in the machine, mm -hmm. you know? So in Taoism, there's three treasures. We've got our Jing, which is associated a lot with our genetics. That's mm -hmm. what I was talking about, not aging rapidly, Yeah. right? That's, that's all we're associating there is our... Jing energy, our ability to um, genetically express ourselves, to reproduce, mm -hmm. to reproduce cells. This is our Jing. It's the it's the wax of the candle. So if yep. you think about if you think of your body, you've got the wax of your candle. That's your Jing. So your sexual potency, your mm -hmm. ability to you know you know um, your your ability to execute what you need to do in in life without mm -hmm. getting exhausted. Mm -hmm. So like vibrancy, kind of. Well, well, yeah, it, uh, all of these uh, vibrancy you're going to see really come through in that chi. Because yeah. vibrance, um, like Jing, is just <clears throat> little, literally um, your, you know, your foundational energy that allows you to move through life. You know, without make sure that your bone structure stays rocking, mm -hmm. um, to make your your knees, your lower back, and all these, you know, all these basic elements. And uh, the Jing is also associated governs your um, your brain, mm -hmm. um, which the the Taoists didn't actually see as an organ; they just saw as a big sea of marrow yep. they called it right gotcha. and so if you're exhausted you're actually going to start depleting um, your your that sea of marrow but that's our foundation so that what you see happening in the west is you see obviously people burning it at both ends mm -hmm. you see an excessive reliance on stimulants mm -hmm. you see um, ex excess in the direction of put my hand up absolutely <laughs> and like then this is what I'm not like I'm definitely not like I'm, I'm you know, I am not a purist in any way mm -hmm. because there's just so much fun to be had in life. But, you know, when we've got all these decades to work in, like striking a really sweet balance and making sure that we're not going to be in that state where we're like, you know, we're bashing ourselves internally. Going like, you know, when you start knowing about these things, you know about your jing and your mm -hmm. foundations and you realize, holy shit, I better like alter my lifestyle now because you can start to feel that as you get towards your edges of exhaustion, you're basically you're running off like a coal energy where you're chipping off your jing, mm -hmm. the wax, and throwing that in the furnace mm -hmm. in order to get through the day. Smash mm -hmm. a couple of extra coffees. I'm mm -hmm. not saying that this is a good or bad thing in any way. And I'm not saying that there's this exact formula in order to how get to like 80, 90, or 100, mm -hmm. even if we get there, where you're going to be super healthy. But you at least sack in the odds in your favor. Yeah. And at least an understanding yourself, you start playing into the long game. But, you know, whether it's like excessive sex or excessive no sex or you know whatever it is there's mm -hmm. like that excess is 
um, like you know, striking that balance and and making sure that we actually put our foot down in the design of our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. You know that like I love you know I own a business. I know what, and I got a three year old. I don't know what it's like to hustle, but I, yeah. you know, there's there's every year or two there's this massive crossroads where you got to look down the barrel of what you're doing to your physicality mm-hmm. and your gene and your genetic potential and mm-hmm. your sexual potency, therefore your sex hormones, mm-hmm. therefore your ability to have a foundation, um, basically an entire foundation for your nervous system to be able to ease back and forth between um, sympathetic and parasympathetic. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. gene essence, it lives in the kidneys, right? Mm-hmm. They're the se- they're, they're, it's like a battery pack. It's a seed for your potential, Right. And so that is the foundation for digestive fire, for immunological capacity, and all these things. You can see some people have rockin' constitutions. Mm-hmm. We say they kind of win the lottery. They've had, yep. They got born with a lot of jing, right? And some people just have weaker constitutions. They mm-hmm. can't back up the next day and go on another bender, you mm-hmm. know? Yep. Keith Richards has a lot of jing. Yeah, right? yeah, you know? for sure. So, That's interesting because... Yeah. Um, I feel like um, a lot of that stuff you mentioned earlier with uh, South America when you were sick, yeah. I feel like um, I lost my gene in South America. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. This is one of the questions that at some point I hope we get to or we can talk about it now. Yeah. But um, so I remember you saying you were really sick and it made you kind of contemplate, okay, cool, what am I doing with my life here and so forth. Like yeah. I've, I had a situation where I was sick in South America as well 10 years ago, mm. believe it or not, yeah, right. um, in Bolivia. That's where I was when I had my moment. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. Bolivia? Yeah. Oh, classic. <laughs> um, in La Paz? No, well, you know, it was probably post La Paz. <laughs> yeah, <mine laughs> I was, was like, La Paz. what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> I hate La Paz. Eh? It's a great city, but I hate it. Um, but anyway, so <clears throat> I, um, I did a bunch of work with um, uh, an ex-partner uh, of mine. She's from Byron, actually, and... Um, on gut health mm. and she said that my gut health had been just decimated from these um, bugs that I'd had in South America and she knew like I'd been really really sick I was sick for like four to six weeks I went from 82 kilograms when I started the trip to 76 mid-trip uh, 74 sorry to 66 kilograms it happens so often people yeah. going through, especially going through Bolivia and it water. thrashed me yeah. it thrashed me so and since then my gut's never really recovered so I reckon my jing has been well, smashed your, your from, jing, from that. Your jing definitely would have been smashed and probably your immune system then a little bit compromised. Yeah. yeah. And just quickly going back to your chi question. So the next treasure, jing is the wax of the candle. And then in say our human physiology. So chi can be seen as just like everything is energy, everything is chi. I'm talking about more of a localized form of chi. Mm-hmm. So one of the three treasures in Taoism, what we were talking about those three intentions graceful aging to bring lightness to the body and the other one is just to crack the spirit through which is basically just means become a bit of a better person as you go along and mm-hmm. um, learn rather than um, uh, regress mm-hmm. or even you know even stagnate in your in your personal development mm-hmm. so chi is it's, it's the animating force of life it's, bas- it's basically it. and, you know you can, you can kind of reduce it to um, you know an, an intelligent organized electromagnetic force as well but it's you know it's as, as a treasure in Taoist tonic herbalism and Taoism in general, it's the second thing that we like. We, we want to be accumulating jing or protecting mm-hmm. our jing as much as possible. And then when we move on to the circulation of qi, it's just basically keeping the energy moving. And then as you go along, the intention to cultivate qi, which is essentially function mm-hmm. uh, within, uh, within the organs. And so with that, in, with, with qi, you see an association with emotional health. And so we start seeing that, you know, if you aren't staying, you know, if, you, if your lifestyle isn't allowing you 
time, say physically, emotionally, in your relationships to really stay balanced and stay mm-hmm. harmonious, you're going to see a blockage of chi within the organs. And so you're in a, you're you're in this song and dance with within your own life. You know mm-hmm. these what the idea of taking tonic herbs, especially herbs that are chi tonics. The you know the, the 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 ability for them to help your body and organ system regulate your chi extract more chi from the food that you're eating and the air that you're breathing so that then it can go forth and permeate your cells, circulate through your subcutaneous tissue to protect you from pathogenic forces and basically making sure that you're flowing through the organs so that you don't get these blockages and become more and more of an arsehole. You know, that's like Mm. a lot of, you know, the idea is to hit this sweet spot and then you just, what do you do with that sweet spot? You just write, you just surf the wave of your sweet spot and Mm. continue to develop over time. Yeah, which is great and which is what everyone everyone should really aim to be in that flow state and just happy and, and feeling well and, and you know positive in all things around them. And I think this, this is a part of it. But one thing that I will say, because so you and my mother would get along very well because Sweet. she talks about chakras and chair and all this stuff, you know, but I don't really. Mm. You know, I talk in terms of like more, okay, mm, I, I, I want to ask you about science and how that relates to, you know, what, what can we... Because I feel like, because you're a real... Um, you're a real figure in the mushroom world, as in you you want to um, grow your ideas. You want to make sure that everyone's you know as many people as possible are taking up your way of life because you've it's worked really well for you. But I will say I don't want people to take up my way of life in yeah. any way, though. No, that's cool. That's cool. Maybe I phrased it wrong, but I guess my question is: um, so people live in the now, right? This is one of the things that I feel like it must be hard for you. People. One thing is people live in the now, so like, okay, cool, we're gonna. Make sure that in 30 years' time, you've got a lot more um, jing and a lot more yeah, jing. Yeah. Okay, so, so hot, bear with me though. So, yeah. so that, for one, I feel like is a tough sell. Like it must be just to try and get the idea across. Um, and also that the other thing is, so I'm, I'm definitely happy to talk in terms of jing and chi and mm. chi and learn, you know, because it's something that's new to me and I, I'm understanding what you're saying. But also, there's a lot of people out there that would mean, uh, would say, what does that mean scientifically? Mm. What is it actually doing on my body? How can you prove it? So on and so forth. So someone like you that's, um, and I may have said it incorrectly and so forth, but no, it's good, you're, man. You're, you're trying to, you're trying to, you know, you believe this is a really good thing that should be, you know, that people should, or you would love it to obviously grow. Yeah. Um, but you must find pushback in that regard or it must be, how do you sell and market and, and get those ideas across, take into account the science part that people would, I imagine, push back on mm-hmm. and the fact that you're selling a long-term solution that there's no tangible benefit right in your face right here, right now. So good. First of all, we should point out we're not talking about <clears throat> psychedelic mushrooms yeah. because I think a lot of people hear that with mushrooms. Yep. Um, we're not talking about culinary mushrooms like button mushrooms. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're talking about medicinal, a lot of the time, tree-borne mushrooms. Mm-hmm. So highly you know, used to protect the body and immunologically. Yeah. I See, I'm, I really don't like... Just okay. For instance, you know, I've worked with a, you know, I've been working with a distributor for a couple of years, and I have to go and meet, you know, the reps. And you know, if you look at my team, you know, they they understand that if you have to push it uphill and convince someone to take these things, I don't mm. like. I just I don't get like that's not that's not it's not yeah. my business. Like that's you know, just let them go. And it's yep. the same like Fair you enough. know, sit down with all the reps, you know, who are like, they I've, I've got a really good distribution company, and mm-hmm. they like they 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 get my vibe. And I always mm-hmm. tell them like, if you really have to put on a hard sell. I, it's not time for me to have a relationship with that person in terms of, it's a weird thing because of course I like to see my company grow. 
I obviously, I, I, I also don't want to see my company grow too fast because it won't make it viable. In, yeah. It's not viable in terms of how I source herbs. The scientific stuff, I've kind of like just about six months ago, I kind of like put my foot down in that, in that regard with my company because mm. what's happened... Um, I can, we can talk about the science. We can talk mm-hmm. about the fact that, you know, with medicinal mushrooms, for instance, why are they effective? Like, you know, yep. um, what we do at Superfeast is Taoist tonic herbs. So, they're not all mushrooms, but that's a huge part of what we yep. do. Um, and I do like offering them out. I did markets for three years. And one of the reasons I kind of went down that route is because at the market, I was just providing a service of health and conversation. And I'd had a lot of convos with mums at that time, just looking mm-hmm. for something to get their kids' immune systems and their mm-hmm. immune systems mm-hmm. back online. My mum swears by it. Well, yeah, I when mean, we were really sick, we'd have herbs. They're really effective. Like, that's the thing I like. The reason I like tonic herbs in general is um, because I don't really have to put hard cells on. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason I like the model that I have and the way that I source is because, you know, I know that I've sourced them in a way, you know, we're, we're growing like only micro farms up in the hills of mm-hmm. China, like mm-hmm. heaps far away from any kind of industry deep yep. in valleys only spring water that kind of stuff so and these are also if you go back like you know we we see they've been used like kind of like in terms of like a you know validated a lot of these herbs have been used for like over 5,000 years mm-hmm. you know and so so from and 2,000 years ago we, we see them being documented so where what I realized is me first of all I'm not a scientist mm-hmm. um, I understand the science we've got like me and me and my team we we share internally like every little bit of data that we yeah. can find yeah. coming through on a lot of these herbs to understand, say, how Shazandra is working on the, um, you know, th- uh, on the liver phases of detoxification, how the mushrooms are working on, um, you know, um, different immune cells, mm-hmm. whether it's the stimulation or regulation, so on and so forth. But what's happened with, um, say, traditional Chinese medicine is it's this complete system. Mm-hmm. And the Taoist tonic herbalism is this complete system. And in that system, they talk about liver wood. They talk about chi. They talk mm-hmm. about kidney water. And so, they're not talking about the physical organ of the kidneys. Mm-hmm. They're, t- they're, not talking about, um, they're not talking about white blood cells. They're mm-hmm. talking about wei chi and they're talking about um, you know, the protection of the body and the ability to expel pathogens from the body and mm-hmm. keep the pathogens out. Mm-hmm. What's happened, um, especially when Mao Zedong came in the 50s um, uh, in, in China, is you see that... He started to commodify and westernize traditional Chinese medicine and take it away from that and start yep. to layer it on top of Western think. Yep. And that is very scientific. Now, doesn't mean you can't apply science to the actual traditional um, e medicine is what it's mm-hmm. called, the traditional mm-hmm. medicine. But at the same time, when you start layering them on top of each other, you know, they need to be working side by side. Mm. You can't, we, we don't layer them on top of each other. There's no, in Chinese medicine, there's no... There's no diabetes, mm. right? There's no cancer. There are they have other methods for getting no in. Cancer. There, it exists, but not that word, not mm. that, not that. You know, not mm. with the prejudice of what yeah. comes with. And so, yeah. and what, so, what you're saying is that it, it, it's trying to put a, you know, a square peg in a round it, hole. It to, absolutely to is to the extent mm. where, and we, you know, this is like this is getting like not so off track, but I'm really no, stoked no, no. to be talking about That's, it because I've never no, had the it's opportunity good. It's because. Good. I what what I what we need to do is make sure we keep this healthy separation. What you're talking about um, as well, like is you know, and and respect of one another. Yeah. What you're talking about, as far as I'm concerned, is um one I I do I'm I'm very aware um in kind of the diversity of people I bring on to like our podcast. I bring a lot of naturopaths mm-hmm. and um, clinical herbalists who know how to do that speak because yeah. I am I'm quite empathetic of. People have their different entry points. Yeah. Say with medicinal mushrooms, 
um, even for me, I've, I'm quite mental at times. Mm. And so I needed to kind of be aware of what was going on immunologically. Ah, oh, mm-hmm. within these tree mushrooms, there are concentrated sugars, long-chain sugars, not they're actually bitter, mm-hmm. called beta-glucans. Mm-hmm. Those beta-glucans have a high molecular weight. Therefore, they're able to bypass the digestion of the stomach acids mm-hmm. and get down uh, into, the, um, into the digestive system, small, um, small intestines. Yep. There, they act as prebiotics which to our indigenous bacteria. So that's one of the reasons why they've been so effective in mm-hmm. digestive disorders, yep. um, along with other, you know, pre, uh, with other prebiotic, probiotic, you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, and, and um, uh, digestive wall healing protocols. Yep. So of course, you know, you, bring, you can bring things in like, you know, colostrums and collagens and that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, even aloe veras. And yeah. then, so this is where it gets exciting now, ready? <laughs> okay, okay. With medicinal, let's, I'll just, because we'll do one little science route. No, that's cool. And then we'll go, and so... Then from there, what they've discovered is there's this symbiosis between the human immune system and the compounds in these medicinal mushrooms, mm-hmm. right? Important to have the complete medicinal mushroom, not just this isolated compound. Mm-hmm. You can see where Western, what Western herbalism and mind and think and science will try to do. Great. Break it's it down. glucans. Let's yeah. take them out and leave the rest. Yeah. And that's put, it where in, I, put it in a plastic container boom. so we can sell it to, uh, to the pharmacy. That's not what I'm into. Yeah. I respect it. Mm. But there in our gut, in our gut associated lymph tissue, there are re- immune receptor sites on the macrophages that are perfectly designed for the beta glucans within those medicinal mushrooms because we've evolved with fungus, right? Mm-hmm. And so we've mm-hmm. evolved in, on our immune system, especially to, um, to withstand fungal load. The medicinal mushrooms come in like a bit of a mystery shopper. The immune mm-hmm. system's like, oh, what is this? Let's, but let's deal with it. Let's, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's take it in. It takes it in and in that digestion, the macrophage will go into deeper immunological tissue where normally compounds can't get to. And as it sheaves it up and digests it, those digested beta-glucan um, pieces, molecules, or you know, digested molecules, mm-hmm. are then perfectly able to fit into deeper innate immune receptor sites. And at that point, you see a flurrying of immune activity and not just a stimulation of the immune system, but you see regulation of the immune system. Mm-hmm. You see a regulation of inflammatory pathways and cytokines. And so mm-hmm. that's why you see herbs like mushrooms, like shaga mushrooms, for the nerds actually listening, you'd know that it's technically not a mushroom, but just to put that caveat, so there's no mycologist listening. <laughs> it's the, pe- it's the peanut of the nut word. He's such an idiot. He doesn't <laughs> yeah. even know shit. It's not a mushroom. Yeah. Um, and so, just wanted to preface that. Yeah. Because all of our listeners would have been DMing you. Hey, mate. And I'm also no sorry idea. for making mycologists sound like that. It's just I just wanted to do a voice. <laughs> At that point, you start seeing like, say, shaga mushroom, you start seeing why it's so effective as an anti-inflammatory. Mm-hmm. And you start seeing why a lot of clinicians are using medicinal mushrooms in autoimmune conditions in order to regulate the immune system to down or to down regulate the immune system in certain areas mm-hmm. while not going down the route of traditional western drugs where you're just um, suppressing the immune system and therefore you're opening yourself up to other pathogenic mm. forces which quite mm. often happens so yeah especially with western 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 medicine yeah so western that's one scientific <clears throat> route that you can kind of see yeah look and i appreciate that however it did as you can imagine go yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight over my head to a degree i, I, I yeah, was yeah. listening and trying to put it all together yeah. but for me it is hard to get my head around um took a long time for me too yeah yeah, yeah. so the only thing and and i for sure 100 am not here to argue something that's been a medicinal practice for 5,000 years, you know? It's that, it's, is that for a reason? No, but I really... you want to have a conversation which I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, we get to deeper yeah, understandings. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, so this is why 
me and my mum have always <clears throat> pushed back on each other because, you know, she would always, when I was younger, it was, okay, you're sick. Here, have these three herbs and rub your belly this way and rub this sage on your nose. Whatever. This is just, mm. I'm, I'm paraphrasing and I'm being silly here. But, but she's <clears throat> very, very much coming from a um, herbalist, very naturopathic mm. um, way. And I would say, mum, take me to the fucking doctor mm. and put me on antibiotics. Mm. Like, I want to be better. I don't want to, you know, this is, but as I grow older and learn, learn more and I'm open to a lot more things. The, I guess the point I was trying to make is, I, I'll tell you what, I, I feel like, I think there's so many good things happening in the world of health and wellness mm. that there, and I like your answer that you respect both sides. And I think, the, I think because we live in the West, mm. you know, how you were like, it doesn't really apply to West. You can't, it's square peg, round, round hole. The template is different on how we actually talk about and gauge these things. Yeah. But we do have to be able to, if we're to impart the most good on the world, mm. we have to find a way to speak the same language or to, you know what I mean? To, or, to make it palatable for the people yes. who are like Western, Western, Western science, show me data, show me results, show me this, show me that, whatever. Like mm. you want to have those people living their best life. And if that is through the use of um, herbs, mm. through medicinal herbs, um, you called it something else, uh, but yeah. Well, the tonics, tonics. So, yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, there's something interesting there because what I think, what I like <laughs> is, and I think what I've been able to do and why Superfeast is so effective is have one conversation mm -hmm. and say, especially that's why adaptogens are so hot. Mm -hmm. What I do is adaptogens. However, I talk, I, and I mentioned that word on my website. However, what I do is Taoist tonic herbalism. Mm -hmm. Their side, they, they are two different conversations. And what I like, mm -hmm. what I've been able to do is I'll come over and have this one. Yeah. What I, and I, and I, there's things I don't like about the Taoist tonic herbalism because I don't yeah. think it's as relevant in a Western world. And there's yep. things I don't love about the adaptogen yep. stuff. Good. The thing that I don't think happens with adaptogens, and when we look at that, the, the, the Russian scientists brought down, you know, like Shizandra, ginseng, Siberian ginseng, um, reishi mushroom. So, well, so the, the word adaptogen... That's just what I'm going to get. Yeah, yes. Let's okay, go. Cool. Like, just just to, so we know exactly what we're talking about in layman's terms. For yeah. Three classifications in order for a herb or a substance to, to be adaptogenic. Okay. Um, it needs to create no additional harm or stress on the body. Mm -hmm. And I like to put the caveat there when taken in a responsible dose. Yeah. All right. Okay, cool. 100%. Um, 100% because there's... I can people, eat kale till I die. People... You, you, <laughs> can, you, we can drink you water know. till we die. Yeah, yeah, we can that's do, right. Like, we can do yeah, all yeah. of it. Anything in excess is bad for you, potentially bad. Absolutely. For you. And and just because I'm into... Because that's what people are like, you know, like two years ago when the adaptogen craze hit, everyone was just like, hashtag adaptogens on everything. <laughs> yeah, right. What have you got? You're sick, sore knees, financial <laughs> issues, daddy problems, yeah. adaptogens, baby. Yeah. And it got to You're that... good at voices, aren't you? <laughs> Man, I secretly, want to be a, I secretly want to be a character actor. <laughs> yeah. and just stuck Auditioning doing time. Tonic herbalism. That's like yeah. <laughs> Nancy Cartwright coming so, for you. Yeah, man. <laughs> I have interesting caveat. So, like, um, I, I was told a friend of mine was um, became friends with Matt Groening. Oh, and, wow! Um, you know, I mean, not that I'm like I've heard a couple of things recently. Not that I'm endorsing like necessarily some of the actions that he's taken recently or the historically that've been um, revealed. But apparently, he's on a lot of the um, super feast medicinal. Oh, mushrooms really? Now. Or he was back oh, then. Wow. When anyway, which is like wow. me. That's like that's my ultimate. Well, I don't know what he's been up to lately, but he's got a fair few brownie points in the in the bag with me, and yeah. it's about twenty seasons of The Simpsons. So. Twenty seasons? <laughs> oh, no, you, probably you eleven. Stemmed, you stemmed, probably yeah, that's better. That's <laughs> better. Now I know you're into yeah. the Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so the second tier um, 
is um, there needs to be an accumulative effect on the body. Mm-hmm. So as you take an adaptogen over time, you're going to see it accumulate in its benefits. Yep. Now that in the Western mind, you can see already I'm, I need to kind of like go, all right, stop. And let's head over to the Taoist kind of world to put a little caveat on that so mm-hmm. that we don't create this oh shit, now I'll, like, you know, more the better. Mm-hmm. The more I take, the more I'm going yeah, to accumulate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That accumula- the we go to the excess straight away. Exactly. And that, that accumulation can um, be, it, it comes in consistency in taking, not necessarily more is better. Although, don't worry, I'd, I'd love a, um, a mega dose of adaptogens here <laughs> and there. And the third is um, it needs to have a non-specific effect on the body, right? And so, mm-hmm. you take um, Shazandra berry, um, or say more interesting, interestingly, reishi mushroom, if you take reishi mushroom, we don't exactly know where it's going to take your cholesterol count. We don't necessarily know where it's going to take your white blood cell count. Mm-hmm. What you can show is that used in appropriate doses, you are going to see it take you towards, um, uh, you know, it's going to help you regulate to come, you know, back to a more balanced place for your body. Mm-hmm. So, you can see how easily those things are to market. Yeah, for sure. Right? 100%. And that's why... And when that's why, and that's a good thing, yeah. Because adaptogens are fucking amazing, mm-hmm. right? And I, I and I really do mean that they yep. are incredible. Despite all the hype and how many, like I call them, two-minute noodle herbalists and, and entrepreneurs have been jumping on trying to, you know, cash in. Yeah. However, that kind of if I stay there in the philosophy of this is what adaptogens do, therefore that's now on your list. Mm-hmm. If you want to have rock an immune system, just put medicinal mushrooms. If you want to have herbs that are coming into your world, that you have adaptogens coming into world like shizandra berry, like astragalus root, to help you get your um, HPA axis, right? So your hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis is that, that hormonal trilogy, that connection mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is basically on a, in a somewhat of a hormonal level affecting, um, you know, like bleeding over into the nervous system is affecting your ability to remain in a place where excessive stress isn't going to deplete you, right? So that's... Can, on you, like, can, you, can you say that again? If that you go last... into H, and HPA is okay. what... Just look into HPA axis. You can uh-huh. look into like... There, you can look into studies on with adaptogens with the HPA. Hypothalamus, pituitary and adrenals. Okay. And so basically what happens a lot of the time is with excessive stress, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to see a disconnection downstream in the adrenals and then of mm-hmm. course that's going to circle back up um, upstream because you know you can't do anything downstream without it affecting upstream eventually. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what happens in if you if you really go into a little bit of a um, biochemistry um, Go back, into, go back into science, put our science hats on. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if, you, if your adrenals start going enough course, and it's not like, it's not necessarily they're depleted, they keep on functioning, but the adrenals need to put out very minuscule and precise secretions of their very important stress hormones. And if mm-hmm. they get out of tune, the orchestra gets out of tune, no one wants to live mm-hmm. in, an, uh, in, a, in, a, in an endocrine gland-based orchestra where everything's out of time. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important not to be in a stressed situation a lot of the time mm-hmm. for hormon- hormonal balance to be um, achieved. Mm-hmm. If hormonal, essentially that song and dance within your lifestyle is pretty good, you know, mm-hmm. not too excessive, you're mm-hmm. okay, you get tired, but maybe not exhausted for long mm-hmm. periods, then 
you know, more likely you're going to have the, you're not going to have excessive cortisol and other, you know, and other um, hormones getting in there. They're going to deplete you long term. They're going to take energy away from your reproductive capacity, digestive capacity. You're going to have that, that everything's going to be in time, right? Mm -hmm. And if everything's in time, therefore, you're going to be able to digest better. Therefore, you're going to be able to build blood. Therefore, you're actually going to be able to deliver blood and nutrients to the liver because mm-hmm. what happens when you get depleted, you know, no, you know, all stress, HPA axis is out. When that's out, that actually goes back up and hits the amygdala and the amygdala is, you know, holding a lot of that, you know, that, that, those memories and that mm-hmm. fear. And so, you know, on a psychological level, you see, you know, as people start getting out of the present moment mm-hmm. and start, you know, running off projections of, you know, their memories of the past, you know, mm-hmm. just like if I do that, people are going to judge me in this way, you know, all that yeah, shit yeah, yeah. kind of starts coming up. So, all of this is pretty solidly tied in to the biochemistry of the body and that HP axis. So, mm. enter adaptogens and one of the reasons they got so hot, right, is because they've been clinically shown <laughs> to have an effect on this HPA axis, mm-hmm. as does sleep, as does an appropriate diet, yeah. thorough I mean, hydration. Yeah, I mean, it's all part of a, of a, of a well life, of a life lived in a wellness continuum in the right... That's it. But yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're right. In the, in the mm. sense of like, we need to have this harmony between the two systems because if you've got... And you also need to meet people where they're at. Mm. And that's why personally... I mean, that's why I don't have a philosophy um, that I need people to, to kind of buy into. A lot of times people want to just have a herb and what I present to them is I show videos of me at the farms... I kind of talk about my sourcing philosophy. Mm-hmm. And for them, that's good enough. They, yeah. know, they know that, say, for them, reishi mushroom, I might go and talk about the fact that in that third <clears throat> treasure, Jing Chi Shen, in that third treasure sense, it's the light coming off the flame. That's your Shen, lives in, the, in your heart. That Shen, Shen is right. basically your wisdom, your ability to take um, S-H-E-N. Mm-hmm. Um, so your ability to basically take life's experiences and digest them through the organs. It's the way the Taoists see them. Mm-hmm. So that you can gain a bit, bit of wisdom and become a little bit of a better person rather than become jaded or whatever it is. Okay. So that's Shen. So I might talk about Reishi mushroom being the primary Shen tonic that's used long-term in that contemplation of life and yourself, um, mm-hmm. you know, you know as a, in meditation and all these kinds of things. And someone might just like it because, you know, they've kind of heard in a conversation through friends that helped them become a little bit more chill. Yeah. And it kind of, it's a little bit of a, you know, it's somewhat, you know, not tranquilizing, but um, it's a, it's a nervine. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's nourishing to the nervous system. And you can see clinically that that's probably as many, uh, you know, I can talk about the energetics, which at some point can become a little bit ambiguous in the Western mm-hmm. world. Mm-hmm. But you can see in the, in the data that they kind of look, because it's such a potent immunological herb, because it has such an effect on the bone marrow, mm-hmm. therefore on our, um, you know, on our base level, to endogenously secrete white blood cells and hold white blood cell count. That's naturally going to take stress off the nervous system and help you become a little bit calmer and chill, mm-hmm. as well as other areas that it has in tonifying the, um, the, the heart, which is mm. shown to be an incredible cardiovascular tonic as well. Gotcha. So, mm. at, I don't really give a shit. And that's not my job to convert anyone over to any kind of place. What I did realize, because I'm, I'm a very inclusive person, I... Um, I, I like talking to pe- my competitors mm-hmm. because I like seeing the different angles that people are yeah. taking with this. And it also gives me a lot of permission to double down in what I do. And well, so, yeah. I think in that case, they're your collaborators. 
You know? Absolutely. That's how I look at business. Absolutely. You know? I always think that we should be working together, whatever path that we're on. I mean, you know, competition is only for people that don't do business well. Mm. You know, that's how they should be thinking. How do I protect the little space that I have? Mm. And if you're doing business well and you're smart and and um, and open to, yeah, it should be collaboration. I feel like that's I think a so good way too. To think and I love it because there's people who are like hectic into the data, mm-hmm. and I just I just don't give enough of a shit mm. personally, no, which is which that's is an fair. interesting. I give a shit, so that's probably the wrong wording. I just. Um, I, I just don't like. I want to acknowledge it, yep. but only on the level that's natural. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, likewise, I can go. I can go deeper down. You know, down into you know, service, serving my community mm-hmm. and the people who just you know happen to you know maybe sometimes want to learn about Jing Chi and Shen or just like want good quality of herbs. Yep, that's interesting. Um, and I'm sure it's all, you know, provable and backable by science and stuff. I just, um, yeah, it's very. I I, I fully understand the two conversations because I've had it my whole life with mm-hmm. myself and with my mother, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I'm very much open to both sides of things. Um, so one thing that's obviously the rage at the moment with um, mushrooms is what you said, psychedelic mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think that's, have you read um, How to Change Your Mind by Michael Pollan? I haven't read it. Like I've been following Michael Pollan's yep. stuff for so many years. Yeah. I feel like I got the gist of it listening to another, like some of his podcasts. Yeah, and yeah. Things you as would well. have got the gist of it. Yeah. You would have got the gist of it. But it was basically the full narrative of the of the story that he tells on a on a two hour podcast, mm. which you, which you would have heard. Um, but and that was a, a a good example of um the psychedelics where it was uh, okay, cool. We know that the studies have shown that this has been really beneficial for again like prefrontal cortex default mode network the you know, mm. s- switching off that part of your brain and really nullifying it and that shows really long-term benefits. But it was always being sold by, well, for lack of a better term, the hippie community. Mm. Or that was more, you know, the people that were driving driving the, um, the narrative, mm-hmm. you know. So, and that's why I think with Michael Pollan and with psychedelics, it was really good because Michael Pollan came out and he said, I've never taken psychedelics in my life. I'm a 55-year-old, or however old he is, 55-year-old um, researcher or mm. whatever he would you know deem himself officially and i'm going to go and i'm going to do this anecdotally and i'm going to do all the tests for myself i'm going to tell it through my eyes what i what i found um which i think we need more of that mm. you know we need people that play you know devil's advocate but can do it through the eyes of science and see for themselves and then, and sell it back to the the people that want that side of it as well yeah, does that make sense it does because there's different intentions that's the thing. Mm. People have different intentions. Yeah. Some people are in like a biohacking space and want to optimize themselves. Mm-hmm. And other people uh, say just thinking about, you know, being able to make sure that they can get through their day and do the kid run and, you know, like yeah. this. And so there's all these different spaces and places mm-hmm. to meet people. I agree. Michael Pollan's such a, like a rad dude. You know what I was just thinking about is um, because ambiguity and people say within like the hippie space who are talking energetics and talking ancient I systems. I you hate that word, by the way, too, because it was the hippie was, one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, yeah. I think, okay, that's yeah, cool. That's I mean, cool. It's one of those terms. It's like for the la- for lack of a better term that I'm talking about the uh, the scientific community or like the people that that are hard to sell. Mm. It's the that's probably. Mm. How that would be, that's what I meant. I mean, and at the same time, like hippies, people like you know throw like throw around that word hippie, and mm. you're like, dude, if you want to like see a proper hippie, <laughs> yeah. oh, like, come on to my like, you know, yeah, you're like, I'm, 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 like I mean, like, for me as well, like, I'm like me. I am such a normie. <laughs> You're the you straightest bloke in Byron. Billy, I'm a pretty practical person. What, what <laughs> kind of came up? I was listening to, you know, Seth Godin? Yeah. Okay, so I was listening to Seth. One um, of my mates works for him, actually. He really? runs his, um, MB, uh, his um, Alt MBA. He's the head coach at Alt MBA. Sweet. He works a block away. Really? Pete, Pete Shepard. Old, 
I'll flick you one of his um, podcasts he did with... Um, he did a podcast with... Um, what's it called? Um, the Daily Show. It's some other Melbourne podcasters. Mm. I'll flick it to you after the show. The Daily Show. Who are they? Are they the two guys? Yeah, Josh and... Uh, yeah. I've only listened to a couple of them. Yeah, I was I on there. Oh, you were? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know those guys then? Yeah, yeah I so think it came up with um, Jack Post was on there. Yeah, yeah, cool. And he was taking our Lions mate at the time and then yeah. that's how it got connected. Yeah, I like those guys. Yeah. I've only listened to a few of their shows and one of them was my mate Pete the other day. Um, I'll send you the link because it was a really good show. I actually took... He said a couple of things that I actually wrote in my notes which is pretty rare for me. Like I was like, mm. fuck. Um, but he... He is the head coach for Seth Godin, old NBA. He was so he's, he's a cool dude. Anyone in that kind of circle, <clears throat> what I, like that's what I like. That kind of I guess it go, kind of goes to show. Like Tani, like my fiance, she's GM of Superfeast. Mm. Um, sh- that's one of the that's the only kind of business thing we listen to anymore, yep. really. Um, and, uh, besides getting specialists <clears throat> in to kind of like come and like work on the business with us. Which one is? Which is the only uh, thing you listen to? Like is Seth Godin's podcast? Yeah, yeah, right. And well, one of the like and one of the and and one and something you know like the. Pretty much every, not every episode, but like, um, there's something I'm going to be sit down and I'm going to really muse on. I'm going to chat about it later, which I'm the same, the yeah. similar line. I'm like, I just don't do that. Yeah. With anything anymore. I'll tell you what Pete said. He said, because um, I messaged him about it after. Um, I, I can't remember the exact quote. I did get it off him, mm. but it was basically, he borrowed the quote. It was, mm. it was from a um, business consultant from New York City who's like, he advises like the CEO of Macy's and like, mm. you know, Air America, or, <clears throat> um, American Airlines and stuff like that. Mm. So anyway, the quote was, um, and it was right around um, just before New Year's Eve that I heard it. And I'm not into like news resolutions. I think you should just, if you want to do something, just go and do it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was kind of funny that it was right around news because the quote was, what do, you, what do you not, what what factors in your life do you not enjoy that you are fully complicit in? Mm. So like, okay, cool. You think that you've got some issues and things things that you're not happy with. Yeah. Like you have power to change yeah. pretty much all of it. Everything. So whether it's a small change or a massive change, you know, what, what elements are you complicit in? And I, or something to that, to that matter. And yeah. I actually was like, and he, Pete elaborated on it. He's, he's a really good speaker, Pete. But I sat there and I was like, whoa, that's a really powerful statement. Mm-hmm. And I actually wrote stuff down. Oh, I actually yeah, went and yeah. did an exercise. I was like, here's some stuff that I think I could change that I think would be make, make me better off you know mm-hmm. and then I wrote some actions and some whatever but it was yeah it was sick so it's practical yeah it it's is super practical it is well, really, that was really a, good that was something like with Seth Seth he's like he was just saying um, in, in terms of the work that you do he's like you just got to show your work yeah you can't like and this is where I think this is what I, I like in terms of it's kind of given me a little bit more in a p- potential because I kind of I probably came into the business um, in, a, in a pretty trippy space personally mm. you know yeah. like um, I can be quite off with the off with the fairies yeah. and, you know I've got like a little bit of Peter Pan syndrome and I, <laughs> yeah. I really was attracted to that you know that magical um, element of um, of tonic herbalism mm-hmm. but at the same time there needs to be an approach and there was an approach then and a groundedness so you don't get into like what's you know there's a um, you know, there's a psychological pattern, you know, no, like as magical thinking, you know, mm-hmm. whereas mm-hmm. just like you're just divorced from reality. You know? <laughs> yeah. And and so I needed to okay, consolidate uh, that. You've lost it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and kind of, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, no, and, no, but, for sure. and that can that can that can occur, say, both on um, that kind of the intellect side of the fence and those mm-hmm. kind of like you know living more in like the you know the spirit realm. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, like I've like I've I've definitely reconciled that, and maybe I don't I I didn't 
see, I didn't like fly close to, too close to the sun or anything. It was still mm-hmm. very been, been been very celebrated. However, I came in a um, very you know I like last few years have been very consolidating yeah. for me, and I want mm-hmm. to make sure that I'm you know I was like really I committed myself to like you know this business and where I was at for now. Yeah. Not being a, more of a creative, I you know I'd always want to create ten things before I actually finish where I was at. So yeah. I grounded myself. Um, in in this work, and just realised there, you know, where there were areas where ambiguity was creeping in, which I'm very sympathetic. If you're on the side of the fence where you you do want the science, where did you where did this come from? Mm-hmm. Where did this kind of claim? And you know, this is why I'm I always tell people I'm going to be the first to take medicinal mushrooms and tonic herbs off the pedestal, mm-hmm. right? Because in this at the same time. Someone who's just flying off and making scientific claims in terms of medicinal mushrooms. Well, show me the subjects in that study. Mm-hmm. What were all of their lifestyle factors? What, and what Seth Godin's point was, is show your work. Mm-hmm. All of your work. Show everything that you've gone through and mm-hmm. everywhere, everywhere you're, you know, what, what ancient texts are you talking about? What did mm-hmm. the ancient texts actually talk about? Mm-hmm. What context are they talking about that in? Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. That's, I feel like that's a real, for me, it really struck me. I listened to that podcast the other day and it's like, there's something really calming in, in going forth. And if, if I'm going to be talking about Jing Chi Shen and all these kinds of, um, all these kinds of things, first of all, to make sure that it's not coming across as, you know, I'm going to market this and convince you, you know, with this kind of like, you know, this this ancient word and this character, you know, in order to like buy Jing herbs because they're mm. good for energy. You know, I want to make sure that there's a very, there's a very, there's a, there's a connectedness where someone isn't being convinced, but they're kind of, they're, they can somewhat be assured via the trust maybe that they have in the company that I'm going to try something, but they're doing that with very realistic expectations yeah. and they're doing it within the context of their actual lifestyle, yeah. not any external reason. They're that, making their own decision. But because you've showed your work. Yeah. That's the, that floored me, that concept. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what's really good about that is, um, and I'm not sure if this is something that, goes under the umbrella of showing your work in, in your in your mind. But mm. um there's a guy named William McCaskill and he um he is the he he's the head of the um Center for Effective Altruism. He talks about altruism. Um he's the youngest tenured professor professor in the world. Mm. He's like thirty years old and he's a professor at Cambridge. And um basically he his company he has uh, what's his company called? His company is the the worldwide leader in putting your money to the the most good. So, if you want to donate mm. to a charity around mm. the world, here's the top ten charities that they um, that they have found, and it's on how far will you, how far does your dollar go, and what's the impact of that dollar on that um, on that cause on a global scale. What are the biggest issues that we have? So that's basically, and there's like a formula, mm. and they and they're they're really reputable, so on and so forth, and they actually have um, they actually have a section on their website which is like updates from their history and it goes back like goes back like 10 years mm. but they also have every mistake that they've made mm. like we thought that this was going to have this effect or mm. we found this study which we followed and that actually got proven to be um you know proven to be wrong or or it was a bit of an oversight here and they show so they don't only show they're working out mm. they show it warts and all mm. you know and which is incredible i think because yeah you can just that gives i mean if we're talking business terms and you know we we probably both prefer the term you know you want someone to know like and trust you mm. you know in business that's obviously a sales funnel is mm. no like and trust you can mm-hmm. talk about it like that but you you can get even more of a buy-in and trust if you show yeah hey we fucked up here you know mm-hmm. we fucked up here or this is the path that we went down we kind of made a bit of a u-turn and we ended up here where we are 
here's the information, take it or leave it. You know, I think that's a really good way of having people trust you. Well, that's, and trust is, you know, I think that's like the last, like over the last 10 years, it's been people in business going like, you know, trust is the currency Mm. and you can't fake that. Mm. And if you think you'll get away with it for a couple of years, but eventually it's going to clap down on you. Yeah, 100%. That's kind of this, that whole conversation is where I got to in terms of like, if I'm talking about Taoist tonic herbalism, I want to show my work. It, I'm, if I'm not trying to create points for convincing or selling, where do I land? Mm. I land in what attracted me to begin with is in a system that's been used for a long time. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, I, I can't reinvent the wheel. You know, because this is like this. This has already existed. I can't, yeah. I can't replicate what I felt by, you know, just trying to mash like what I see all the best versions of the West and best versions of the East. I first need to completely understand the system in mm-hmm. which it was coming from. Now, this leads what I do talk about with tonic herbalism, and I don't use this as like a if you, these wor- herbs don't work for you, that's it's your problem or fault. I really I don't like that attitude, and I don't try and bypass like that. Mm-hmm. However, within I've been doing superfeast for like nine years now, and so I've I've watched some things. So I'm talking about within tonic herbalism and within the superfeast kind of like you know range of blends and individual herbs. You know, just mm-hmm. like their extract powders. I've noticed some things. These are the general flows. Yeah. For me, I've got to the point where I've realized how effective they are, whether it's medicinal mushrooms at helping bring, you know, a bit more connection to the organ systems, right? And bringing mm. a little bit of immunological momentum, right? Mm. I, I know it's effective and I've seen it be very effective and I've seen it do things which are phenomenal. Like our feedback channel, it's not like a hit it out of the park every time, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you can have a feedback channel when you read some of these things. It can bring a tear to your eye in terms yeah, of what they've awesome. been able to do. But Bloody for me earth. to put them out there into the world, they, they don't have context. So, so um, it also might be Jing herbs, people who are absolutely depleted. A, you know, an, an aspect of the system is we're going to start by building up your Jing. And so there's other lifestyle factors we've talked about. But Jing herbs, those that are contributing to the, you know, replenishing that kidney essence so that you've got the foundation so you're no longer exhausted. I see they work in the right context. So what... And for thousands of years, they've been used in this manner by people with a broad health intention mm-hmm. in Taoism and just grandmas and parents and students, just, you know, including herbs in their lifestyle in general because mm-hmm. they want to maintain a strong, um, strong vibrancy, lots of chi, you know. Mm-hmm. So in that instance, they're, they're proven in, in, in terms of a system. However, what I call it is, I call it like activating the placebo. Mm-hmm. What good is it? You know, how many systems work? Ayurveda works, mm-hmm. you know, shamanism works. Does mm-hmm. it mean you have to do them all? No. What, you, what there needs to be is enough information of a system laid out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I constantly do events. That's why I'm going and doing a free event tonight. I just, I like to give context to people. You know, mm-hmm. I talk so much about philosophy. Now they can look at it and go, all right. I'm willing to dance with this system. Yeah. Next step is activating the placebo. So at that Dude, point, it's just really like that. it's like all right, just be con- like so. What we ask of you is be consistent for like 30 days. Most likely, you're gonna hit it by them mm-hmm. to 100 days, mm-hmm. and then if you can do that in appropriate doses, so you can feel it, 
chat with us, chat to you, what are the most, where do people normally start? Well, if you're exhausted, most people are burning at both ends. You start with, it's like a, a formula we have called Jing. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to add another one, maybe like Mason's mushrooms, mm-hmm. which is the medicinal mushroom mix. That mm-hmm. way, you, we're, we're building up the wax, the Jing, and we're also making sure that we're getting in there immunologically and mm-hmm. helping the body protect, be protected. So they're kind yep. of, they're starting points. And then there's other, you know, lots of other wonderful ways that you can, you can go in depending on who you are and what you want to achieve. But be consistent with that. Once it clicks in and you go, hmm, these fucking work, man, mm. you know? All of a sudden, the convincing and all that isn't necessary anymore. Yeah. What it is, is then you just need to learn, which is kind of almost, you know, it's, it's a big, big job. You need to learn how to navigate that world of tonic herbalism and see how it matches with your personal culture. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting because I feel like, I feel like with anything, I'm not talking about tonic herbalism, I'm talking about regular Western, Western pharmaceuticals and so on and so forth. If you're pushing against it, in belief-wise, mm. this isn't going to work for you, then you've got a fucking huge chance that it's not going to. And if you're like, oh my God, if it's, if it's the pills from the pharmacy, really, if you walk in and you go, this is going to fix me right away and I'm so excited for it, mm. you've got a huge chance of it really fixing you in comparison if you walk in and go, oh, you know what? I'm in trouble here. This mm. is no matter what I do, I'm up shit creek, you know? So, yep. and, it, and it, because placebo is a real thing, you know? Whether we like it or not, no SIBO, you know, the opposite of placebo, this is not going to work, I feel bad, this room makes me sick, you know, all the studies, that, the studies, time after time after time, placebo works. We don't really know why, but I think it's, um, yeah, I could see that that would just be so powerful, really. Well, then, you, when you have um, effectiveness mixed with your faith, and I use basically, yeah. and you know, placebo where, where is am, faith. Where, where, yeah, where, yeah, where am I going to put my faith in what works and what's proven yeah, yeah. and what I've, what I've yep. felt if it in my own what body? What I believe will work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like I'm, I'm with you. I and mean, again, placebos, hectic. It was just like I listened to a Seth Godin on the way here. Mm. Was talking about a drug that was on the market for ten years, and then finally, it was in that in the show you work. And he was like, eventually, someone went and actually looked at the data and this thing that got really pushed through the FDA really quickly. And then it was like, hang on, this thing isn't actually. It wasn't proven to be more effective than a placebo. Yeah. You know. Yet it was bloody. You know, it was being effective as a cardiovascular drug. I think doctors in America are still legally allowed to prescribe sugar pills. Yeah, I think so too. I yeah. think they are. Yeah, and they work. Yeah, <laughs> like, of course they oh, do. You, you got the flu. Oh, you have one of these ones. I mean, what's, you, you become self-organizing and to go a little bit trippy. Not that I'm claiming, pe- like, claiming I'm be able to facilitate it or people should go and do this. But when you look at the reality of it in terms of like a, you know, in, in a, within a like a Taoist perspective or you know like a real um, Chinese medicine perspective. That's just a reality, mm. you know? That's just a reality that your chi is self-organizing, mm-hmm. you know? And the way you're, you're you know, if you can, if, if faith is restored, if you're not feeling jaded, if you're not feeling angry, if you feel like there's hope, there's going to be more of a smooth flow of chi through the organs. Like literally because you're not as tense. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's so palpable and feel like you can't rely on like faux faith. Yep. For too long, there needs mm. to be effectiveness, you know, married with it. Yep. But it is a form of medicine, and mm. it needs to be present mm. so that you get momentum in the direction of your, you know, your chi flowing, which is just, you know, your metabolism and your your organ function going in the direction you want. Mm. So mm. yeah, and then that's, I mean, that's, that's ultimately man. the tonic herbs. I mean, once you bring them in, they're just supporting your organs, your your primary organs. You know, go if you go really into like, you know, into the core philosophy. There's yin and yang, and you can, you know, you can 
go into the physiology of the body and break it down and kind of like, and, and people are doing this and saying, oh, well, this is what they're talking about when they say yin and that's what they talk about when they say yang. That's fun. Mm-hmm. When you're in the medicine, kind of like when you're actually practicing, it's not really that necessary. It can help hone you at times having that understanding, especially when you're coming out of a Western mind can break, like, break through some things so you understand what you're working with. Mm-hmm. But it's basically all, medi- all health is when you get to a point when you're like living your life and you don't have time to think about all the hectic ins and outs of biochemistry mm-hmm. and anatomy. Yeah, it's just no one does. Well, you don't. That's stressful. <laughs> yeah, That's why biohacking in it's the excess... the last thing I want to do with my spare time. <laughs> dude, it, it, biohacking <laughs> in energy. excess isn't accessible. Yeah. Whereas I like the, <clears throat> the bodies changing from... You know, there are changes from yin to yang. There are aspects that are yin and aspects that are yang. We don't need to go into like the, like, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I, I am aware that these might be like, you know, just like, oh, yeah, I've heard of it kind of yeah, concepts. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, with tonic herbal, it's just the simplicity. There's a change. There's an energy that's more yang and, you know, expansive and, you know, moving and, you know, outward. Mm-hmm. And then there's yin, which is more, you know, like it's, it's accumulating. It's more still. There's mm-hmm. aspects of that, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. It's like you can look at yourself, you know, on a yin day and a yang day. You're different. Mm-hmm. And, the whole idea of maintaining health is to ensure that those transitions between yin and yang energy, which happens in the five primary organs, right? Mm-hmm. So it's happening in the heart, happening in the spleen, lungs, kidney, liver, mm-hmm. is just to ensure that in those elements, in those organs, that there's a smooth transition between yin and yang. That's kind of it. Mm-hmm. And when you're hustling in the day-to-day, you don't want it to get more complex than that. You can go deeper and people should when they have time and interest and understand their body a little bit more. Mm. But that's where the whole purpose of the tonic herbs is to help upkeep that regulation between yin and yang, healthy balance, and make sure that the organs, the primary organs, which have that primary function of those those transitions and accumulating the chi so that we can, you know, that we don't, you know, we just don't run out, just to ensure that they are regulated in that function. That's it. Mm. It's pretty mm. simple. Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, so one question I mentioned it before um, psychedelics mm. so I like everything that you mentioned to me and I'm not sure whether this is it. like obviously as far as Superface goes it's probably not something that you you know no, push push obviously but yourself like um, how much understanding do you have on psychedelics and, uh, and the movement that's going on there I mean it's like look it's it's, it's not my space um, it's not my current reality psychedelics mm-hmm. um, I'm watching it I really enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. you can see now, like I just like someone just sent me today that, um, uh, you know, a friend of mine, he has a medicinal mushroom company is like helping with a, uh, a psilocybin, like a mushroom journeying space in mm-hmm. Amsterdam, yep. for example. So retreats like this are yep. starting to pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's great. I think the, you know, I think the, you know, the, the, the neuro, um, neuroplasticity enhancing kind of like um you know synapse creating dead brain tissue somewhat healing combination of niacin lion's mane mushroom and psilocybin which is coming through in the studies is incredible i think it needs to be explored for um, post-traumatic stress and depression Mm -hmm. Um, i think in in that area it's unparalleled i mean you know it's just that's fascinating it's fascinating 
Um, you know, at the same time, you know, I was in a bit more of the, the psychedelic medicinal space, you know, probably like five or so, you know, more, more years ago. Full on. Um, and I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Um, I think they're underestimated when you're mm-hmm. running on, on your own, you're, you know, expanding your consciousness on your own, you know, you, it takes a lot of time to reconcile what mm. comes up. Mm. And so I think folks going down that route need to realize that it's not all just like party time oh, no. and like expansion of it's my consciousness. Cer- it's like, certainly not. get it, get in to get into therapy at the same time that you're bringing up all that shit or at least have a really grounded meditative practice that isn't just sitting there and become present just allowing you to just feel and process what's Mm. going on um i think it's amazing (laughs) that it's coming up i think it's incredible i think we're going to see in the next 10 years something so interesting you know whether the powers in the the pharmaceutical companies and above are going to allow it in its full expression but they're not going to be i you know i'm not a naive person i'm slightly optimistic and i'm you know and you know and slightly naive but at the same time i think they're going to run side by side. It's going to intensify mm. in that mm. area and then mm. clamping down and trying to own medicine and mm. you're just not going to be able to stop it. They might try to bastardize it, mm. but you're not going to be able to stop it and mm. what comes about with it. Yeah, I, tr- I truly believe that as well. I, I've been to... Um, I've seen Michael Pollan talk live. I've seen... Um, I saw uh, the Australian Psychedelic Institution. I can't remember the name of the company. Um, had a, had another... Put on another event in Melbourne that I went to mm. and I've played around with it myself and, but I'm just fascinated by the science because mm. as I said I'm very science if, if, if you can show me science I'll be I'll be fired up you know mm. and I'm also open to to, to um, you know but I think um, I think so obviously whether it's the US or Europe mm. um, who have rushed it through to stage 3 clinical trials mm. like that's you only have that happen when it's orders of magnitude better than anything else that we have mm-hmm. as, a, as a on the market so or independent funding yeah, yeah, that's right. So, and and this was rushed through on its own merit, you know, all, all these studies. And that's because it will be interesting to see because obviously the pharmaceutical world don't want people to become cured and they don't want people to be well and to be, then that's churning a customer, mm-hmm. you know, talking in business sense. So, but when you have something that could potentially be so great for the world mm. and alleviate so many issues, how much can big pharma and and you know, and yeah, I wonder. I wonder what it'll look like in in ten or fifteen. Yeah, me years, too. They'll you know? try, and yeah. you know, I'm sure Murdoch will still be Murdoch's empire and all mm. that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I think some, you know, people like we're going in a direction where information's been shared, and you're not going to be able to keep it. You know, yeah, that's you're not right. going to be able to like dictate the narrative nah, as much you can't. as they were. You know, they, you they used to. The internet will really help it in that in that regard. You know, if it's shown to be like this is the way that we can really help people that are you know ailing from. X, Y, and Z illnesses, like mm-hmm. how can you stop that really? How can you, they'll try, but if it is as, you know, effective, efficient and, and, and so on, just amazing as it's shown to be in the early studies, mm. then surely there's no stopping at all. Fingers crossed anyway. I don't think so. And it's getting to the point where people are like, fuck you then, I'm going to go do it myself. Yeah. And people are, people yeah. are going to where it's legal and they're mm. setting up very responsible centers to yeah. administer these kinds of things. Mm. You're not going to be able to stop that. Mm. Yeah, no, that's great. All right, well, um, one last thing, Ace. So, yeah. um, what's the future look like for you, mate? Like, what, what, are you, uh, what do you want to be talking about? What do you want to be doing? What does your life want to be? Oh, fuck, I had one other question. What is that? Scrap that, scrap yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. I want to actually, before we go there, yeah. that is my final question. I have yeah. one other question that I wanted to ask at the very start, but you were riffing so hard. I was like, <laughs> I'm just going to let you I'll go. I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, 
When you were talking about, um, you studied obviously um, longevity and you were coming at it from, <clears throat> from that area when you first got into um, herbalism and so forth. Mm. What does your day-to-day life practice look like to be the, the most well version of yourself? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting. I'm like, I'm, I'm way less um, strict on myself yep. than I used to be. You know, I've mm-hmm. got, a, got a three-year-old and, you know, you know, new house. We're kind of getting mm-hmm. in and renovating and a business and all those kinds of things. So, yep. for, for me, um, it's definitely, um, I'm, I'm keeping up like as a priority my hydration and okay. herbal practice, of course. That's like I'm a big fan of um, spring water, not mm-hmm. processed spring water, not huge multinational spring water, water that's recently just come out of the earth on its own accord and been mm-hmm. harvested without processing. And I think okay. that's like a, like that's probably like a number one health practice. Yeah, I do oh, a little wow. bit of um, movement practice through my mentor, um, Benny Ferguson. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that's just like, you know, just you know, really just keep making, ensuring that I'm staying unified, mm-hmm. getting down to the beach and having a body surf uh, cool. regularly. Um, my little hack in movement at... Um, um, at work is my rebounder, jumping on my Bellicon and the mini trampoline, and making mm-hmm. sure that I get sing- like every single cell, um, every single cell moving. Cool. Um, that's like you know, that's a little bit you know, that's a little bit of my practice. I'm just trying to like I've I've tried to release all string you know strictness mm. around what my practice mm. looks like, and I'm personally you're probably hard on yourself when you miss things. Uh, I, yeah, I have been, and I've just got over that hump yeah. for myself. I I've really been like that. I'm feeling in a real. Like I was just talking to my partner about it, and not—I feel like it's not in a wishy-washy way, which I maybe I would—I would have said in like years back. I feel like really loving of myself at the moment. I feel mm-hmm. like I'm—I'm I'm quite where I'm at. Like I might not be at my like my, my you know physical potential, but for me, I f- I'm feeling at my most physical potential because I'm feeling more the most free I ever had of my self-criticism. Mm, that's great. Or dictations of what my lifestyle should look like based on how hard I went into the health circles. I'm really, it's taken me years to kind of like really um, integrate and reconcile all my experiences and come through and be, you know, even again, like, you know, all right, well, what do I want? What do I really want my lifestyle to look Mm. like? And so um, for me, it's, it's very, it's quite simple at the moment. I'm really... Um, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm really trying to, in that instance of, you know, we'll tie into where I'm going to go in the future. I, really don't know at the moment and I'm, that's for me I don't you know not having pressure yep. on myself to achieve intensely has brought through kind of a new sparked passion for um, for the herbalism mm-hmm. um, because I'm someone that tries to run away from the business my business <laughs> yeah. a lot of times yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> so this year I mean I've, you know this year looks like for me really like you know just sitting down without Raji Baji, without hustle, without stress, um, you know, f- bringing out the rest of the formulas that I've got sitting in there to complete cool. my system. Um, very gently educating and mm-hmm. laying out the system while it allows people to like, if they're going to come into tonic herbalism, they can get from my, from, from my perspective anyway, just very gentle distinctions on what's useful and what's yep. not. Um, and then, you know, in, in the future, I'm not really sure all my other like projects that I had, you know, um, I, I can't remember who was it, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Gilbert, like Big Magic, her book. I didn't actually really read all of it, but her idea was like ideas kind of come in and you can dance with them. And if mm-hmm. not, they'll go off and dance with someone else. Mm-hmm. I kind of like, I got the, the, the concept, I realized I'm, I, quite, I, get a, I get really attached to a lot of the ideas that I've had over the years. And so yep. it puts this huge to-do list yeah. ahead of me. And I'm kind of at this point, not like, you know, that's all like ego and attachment. It's like, I don't even feel like on that level. I'm starting to really get to the point where I'm not, I don't feel as attached as whether I'm the one 
that goes ahead and yeah. executes a lot of these projects that I yeah. have. Cool. So I don't. I'm really opening up. I've got my little simple intention to get the house rock, my you know my little abode rocking. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ensure that I'm going to be able to like stay like you know like a rocking dad. Um, because you know it's just like the first thing when you if you don't put you don't have attention to your relationship and you don't have lots of space around your child. Far out, you know, for me anyway, like things, and I know it's the case for other guys, but, you know, I don't want to talk for anyone else. Like, you know, my whole life runs away from me if I'm yeah, not putting for in... Sure. and the uh, most I'm, important things, most would agree. They are. So, um, I don't know what it, like, it's just, there's a lot of spaciousness. I'm really reluctant to add a lot of things in. So, I'm just, um, yeah, I just want to, you know, I'm going to launch in the States and, mm-hmm. and Super Feast in the States very, you know, nice and slow. And yep. I'm just, I'm interested to see what our way of doing things in because I hate following a business model or a life model so i'm in a bit of a discovery space at the moment cool man good answer um all right lastly where can people find you so people that are interested in everything you talked about you know handles websites whatever you know plug it all um super feast so f-e-a-s-t dot com dot au is a website here mm-hmm. in australia and go get the goodies um we uh we've got you know we've got a podcast the super feast podcast so you can grab that on itunes we go you know we can, you can imagine we explore this every um, every which way yep otherwise just at super feast on instagram if that's easy for you just mm-hmm. and if you've got any questions because that's the thing i've got like my team like our customer service is insane so mm-hmm. you know call you know, call or, you know, write an email or DM us on Instagram um, if, you, if you're not sure, you know, where to enter. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn a little bit more, if you've got some questions, just hit us up, you know. We're not, gonna, we're not um, answering um, hectic medical questions or anything like that. Yeah. However, we will tell you in your inquiry where we fit in, right? Yeah, and cool. so we don't leave anyone just hanging or swinging in the dark. And, uh, and for me, at Mason J. Taylor on Instagram is probably the best place to get me. Perfect. All right, Mason, Mace. Thanks, man. What a pleasure. Yeah, so appreciate it. Real fun, man. <laughs> yeah, I really, I, I really enjoyed oh, your no, questioning. I really, really actually enjoyed it. So uh, <laughs> that's it. And uh, that's it from us. And that's a wrap. All right, guys. Thanks for uh, listening. If you enjoyed the show, please support us by um, telling a friend, subscribing, giving us a review. You know, you guys know the protocol. You've probably listened to a lot of podcasts and um, there's always ways that you can help. Yeah, and, and one thing that you can always do is you can just tell a friend. If you really enjoyed a conversation that we've had, um, then, you know, go out and let somebody know. So uh, we're all about telling interesting and important stories and hopefully you guys get some value out of it. So, um, but before I go, make sure that you don't forget to support our sponsors. Our sponsors are trueprotein.com.au that's trueprotein you can go to trueprotein.com.au and use the code bro and you'll get 10% off we're also brought to you by Yeti premium cooler brand the best in the business you can head to yeti.com.au forward slash bro for all of their range and then check out 20 hours free um, when you go to athena.co and book a demo to check out our virtual assistant outsourcing services. So that's it for me. See you next week.